in a galaxy far, far away. There exists a cure for business kryptonite. Ready to battle your business woes? It's time to call up Biz Hero. Well, hello, and welcome into this week's episode of Call of His Hero. I'm Nicole Fendi, and I'm joined by, of course, my partner in crime, Laura Petrolino. And this week, we've got Terry Johnson with us. Terry, say hi. Hello. <laughs> hi, Terry. <laughs> hello. Terry is president and founder of Keeping It Personal. She's a sought-after personal growth expert and business development coach. She's a keynote speaker and author of Overcoming the Nevers. Okay, I am so, I just love the title of this. And she's actually told me that when she talks to people after they've read it, like people call her up and they'll be crying and all emotional because, I mean, it is, you need to, you need to overcome the nevers. And we're also going to hear about her conference and she's, now she's going to be doing a radio show. Very exciting stuff today. So Terry, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's so fun to do this like video style because I've not done this this type of concept before, so it's fun. Thanks. And I have to say, Terry, you have a very picturesque background for us too. You've got your nice little flower yeah. and your brick wall. It's like a it's like a very nice set. I'm very impressed by it all. <laughs> I actually am watching the sunset. I'm sitting in this is my sun room. And I get to just sit here and watch the sunset, and this is um, my my wall behind me. So, <laughs> very nice. Yeah, yeah, the flowers are a nice touch. Two thumbs up. Yep. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep them in there for you. <laughs> so, Terry, tell us a little bit about. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about your business, and then we'll go and talk a little bit more about your book. Okay. So. Um, keeping it personal, I'm all about kind of bridging the gap between our personal life and professional life. So um, I don't believe that we can show up in one building, whether it's work or wherever, and be one type of person and leave like our um, personal issues or whatever behind and like separate out. I just, I believe like we're all one person. So in order for us to thrive personally, professionally, um, I'm all about like encouraging life balance. So everything I do, I base it on our six areas of personal perspective. Um, obviously just every day looking to to get to that point where we're not like out of balance, which to me causes stress and um, lack of order, I guess you could say. And, and it just off kilter, like if we're doing too much of one thing, then all of a sudden other things in our lives suffer. So I'm just all about trying to just, you know, set boundaries, you know, keeping it personal with our relationships, with ourselves, with, you know, spiritually and all of that. So what was your motivation to start this? Um, actually, that kind of goes into a little bit of my book. So um, prop. here's the prop. <laughs> I'm the prop queen. She gets Laura gets hats. I get the books. <laughs> um, actually, almost five years ago, I I hit a rock bottom, and I ended up. Um, I found myself in treatment for alcohol. Um, my life had gotten out of control, and um, I was I had experienced a lot of nevers, 
a lot of things that I never thought I would experience, which those things left lingering after effects of shame, guilt, regret. I hated who I was. I Every time I looked in the mirror, I did not like the person looking back at me. And um, anyway, through a series, probably about a six-month period, getting to this bottom that I got to, I realized that something needed to change. Either I was going to die from alcohol because I was, I mean, I was drinking uncontrollably to escape from kind of like my emotional pain and just whatever. And I was, I was successful, like in business, and I was thriving that way. But in on the inside, I was a wreck, and I was totally falling apart. So that drove me to um, to get away for 28 days, and um, I willingly did that. I admitted myself because I knew I was either going to live or die, and I chose life. And I'm a woman of faith, and so when I got to treatment, one I made two decisions. Um, one was. I knew what I was doing wasn't working for me. I mean, clearly I ended up in treatment, so my plans weren't working out so hot. <laughs> and and then I just decided that I felt like my creator had like a better plan for me. So I decided that every day I would wake up and say yes to him and say, "Okay, what's what is your plan for my life? What what do you want me to do?" And through that journey, um and sharing kind of my experience with other people, I said, I'm on a journey of overcoming nevers, you know, because like weeding through all these lingering after effects yeah. is hard work. I mean, you have to go to places in your life that are kind of painful you don't really want to go to, you know? Right. And so, um, yeah, so then people are like, gosh, you should write a book about that. And I'm like, no, really, I am not a writer, you know? <laughs> um, but the seed was planted, and I developed, actually, I unpacked a gift I didn't know I had. I was so pursuing what I thought I should do to be successful and climb that corporate ladder and make a lot of money. I never, ever, ever wrote anything in my life. And finally, I just sat down and started writing. And, and then, you know, I got a publisher and, you know, pitched the book, and the rest was history. So. Wow. What a great story. That's so interesting. Are you, you know, it makes me think of um, Bryn Brown. Are you familiar with her work at all? A little bit I am. about vulnerability and embracing vulnerability, and yes. I mean, for you to write about your nevers, about those things that were so you know so hard to deal with. Would we all have those? I mean, when you said that, I thought I all these things went through my head about oh my nevers that yep, okay. right. and that's a horrible feeling because those are the things that all of a sudden you say to yourself, how did I get here? You know, like right. this was. This wasn't supposed to happen to me. This wasn't in my life. So yes. that's I mean, what a brave decision to make to say, not only am I going to, you know, get over these personally, but I'm going to share them with other people to help them grow. That's, that's to me, a very courageous thing. Yeah, it was, I remember the last day, it was like July 4th, must have, I think it was 2011, when I was sitting at a Starbucks in Naples, Florida. Our family was down there for the 4th of July. And I was, I wrapped up the book and I'm like, I started crying because I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to send this now to my publisher. What if nobody likes it? What if like I'm exposing myself too much and people aren't going to like me? It's almost like I was experiencing all these lies again about what I had come to believe about myself. Like I'm not good enough. Who am I to be writing this book? Does anyone care? And why should I be putting my message out there? 
And, um, and that's when I decided to, my goal for the book was just to impact one person's life. I thought, you know what, if my story or whatever I have to share can just influence positively the life of one person, then it's successful. Like in my heart, like that's the way I, I kind of justified it. Because to me, I my goal is just to be a light into the lives of others and to really help them move forward and just be a part of their journey. You know, and, and that's what I tell all my clients because I, I coach people personally and professionally. A lot of times people hire me for per professional and when I um, kind of go through a process with them, I call it like peel back the layer process, we discover that there's a lot of personal barriers that need to be addressed to even move them forward professionally. And so I am just, I'm grateful to have that opportunity to be able to just like, okay, here's my crap. It's all out on the table. I don't care what you share with me. I'm not going to love you less. I'm not going to love you more. It just is what it is. We've all been there. So let's just get over it and like pick up the tools, strap on our bootstrap straps, you know, pull up our panties and like just move forward. Like we all have such a huge calling and a purpose and we're all part of that. Let's like be who we're supposed to be, you know? So it's, it's been, it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. Well, I, and I, I have to say, cause that's, you get to chapter four in Terry's book and it's called surrender. And like it, what you were just saying, Terry, and then Laura, what you were saying, because in my mind, yeah, I go to those nevers too, and I go to those things, and and I'm like, surrender, um, and and then of course I love this because she's got a Vince Lombardi quote. <laughs> now I'm a big Packers fan, and Laura I loves love football. I love Vince Lombardi, though. Yeah. <laughs> but I love. How can you not love Vince? That's Lombardi? right. I mean, and, and she, the quote from Vince Lombardi is, "The harder you work." the harder it is to surrender. And that hmm. word, like I, I got to that point and I'm just like the word surrender. I, I just had a mental block right there. You know, I mean, this, yeah. that is so against my nature, that word. Mm -hmm. um, how do you, like, what do you think about that? I mean, you start off by saying, you know, faith brings us to surrender, but I mean, how, I, you know, I, I know you're saying it's part of it, but like, did you hit that wall or is that just me? I'm, I'm guessing Laura, you also would have that, reaction to the word surrender um mm -hmm. you know but how do you how do you when you have such a visceral reaction to a single word how do you even get past that yeah you know one thing i say to people is and it's it's totally opposite of what um a lot of people think but i always say try softer what do you mean because just try softer. Like, I feel like a lot of times we're trying to figure it all out. Well, if I just knew this, or if I had this, and if this worked out this way, I mean, and that's what gets our claws into life. That's what keeps us gripping on so, like, tightly to the things that we think should be, or the way it should be, or our beliefs, or whatever it is, you know, like our marketing plan, you know, like, let's just try softer. Let's just look at it differently, take a new perspective. You know, obviously we're doing something, if we're not happy with the results, something's gotta change. You know, yeah. we might just need to shift a little bit. You know, it's kinda like that, you know, um, Napoleon Hill where the guy stopped three feet short of the gold. If he would've just shifted his focus, like, what, couple feet, or just a little bit of an angle, a little differently, he would've discovered what he was looking for. And so sometimes we try so hard to like, 
to work and so hard to like be or do or whatever, mm -hmm. I just encourage people like, let's try softer. Let's lighten up a little bit. Let's just take a breather. Like how, when was the last time you rested? I mean, yeah. our bodies need rest. Oh, Laura, need rest. Laura. Okay. I'm calling out Laura. Laura's been sick and pushing herself too hard. So Laura, you should make like a public declaration. You're going to try softer and take better care of yes. your health. Well, a big, I, I, in my defense, a big part of my problem is... <laughs> okay, what was this excuse? <laughs> that it's pollen season right now, and I live in a very, like, every day I wake up and I look at the pollen forecast, and it's, like, extreme alert. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my excuse. But anyways, that's enough about me. <laughs> yeah. I only harass you But I think we struggle. <laughs> Yeah, and I think as women, honestly, we wear so many hats. It's really hard to try softer. It is. It kind of goes against our nature because if you're a mom, you've got, uh, you know, all of the kids' responsibilities racing through your head, and we're carpooling, and we're getting them registered for this, and we're making sure their homework's done there. And my son is practicing his recorder. I'm telling you, all I'm listening to is a recorder, and I'm like, uh, you know. <laughs> so, and we've got we've got work if we're you know going out trying to make a living and you know provide as well for our families and we've got our husbands if we're married and we've got to make sure that their needs are met. Hello, and then um, you know we just and we have our friendships and our whatever you know what I'm talking about. So trying softer is <laughs> difficult, but if you can keep that in like if if you're feeling unsettled, if you're feeling like your head is beating against the wall, or you've got a storm in your tummy. I don't know. Whatever those buttons are that get pushed for you, just remember that concept of try softer and, and just take a step back, I guess, is a tool. So with the surrender, usually, like, this is the way I look at everything. I have my hands open like this. I feel like gifts, opportunities, open doors, I let them just fall into my hand. Hmm. If I if if I'm like this, how much capacity do my hands have to receive something? Really interesting point. So I try to be like this. Now again, you know, I'm not perfect, so I struggle too. And but I try to remember to keep everything and hold it loosely because things I feel like sometimes things that get taken away from our lives are opportunities because something new is coming. Yeah. But if we're I holding on to our concepts. If we're holding on to our ideas and everything like this, number one, it's going to be really hard to let them go. And number two, we're not going to be able to receive something new. I don't know. That's kind of the way I look at it. You know, I always say, how do you know what's unfortunate? Because in the present, you can't see what's unfortunate or what's not. You know, and I look back at some of the things in my life that were devastating, and now I can look at them and say, those were the, that was the best thing that ever happened to me because it opened the door for this and this and this. And if that right. hadn't happened, then I never would have been able to do this or go in, or right. it wouldn't have made me go in this direction. So I think, you know, it's sort of like what you're saying. It's important to take a step back from the emotion of it all at that yeah. time and say, I don't know. Like, I don't know if this is really unfortunate. This is just a path that's a divergent from, you know, it's a little divergent from what I had planned, but that doesn't mean it's bad. It just means it's different, you know. Right. Yeah, it looks different than what I had thought. Yeah. Well, you know? it, mm -hmm. and that's, 
I, I love that because I think a lot of times you think, well, I would never do that. And, you know, overcoming the nevers and like, or that, that would never, you know, something happens and it, like Laura said, it puts you in a different path and you think, well, I never planned on being here because I mean, right. I've said that in my life. Definitely. I never planned this and man, you know, and you, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. You put all this negative stuff into it and well, of course, what's going to happen? You're going to be negative. And even mm -hmm. if it could be good, it'll be negative. And I'm going to, the chat room is loving all this and they, but they're saying I'm kind of quiet. So, okay, better. Wow. I never get told I'm quiet. No. <laughs> I've never, never told you you're quiet. <laughs> so <sighs> not sure what that is, but, um, you know, so, but how do you know, okay, so to, here's a question. I, I'm always, I'm always the, okay, but on the other hand, I can't help myself. Yeah, that's okay. So how do you know when it's just accepting and embracing and or versus okay this truly is a bad thing i mean because sometimes bad things happen and, and you do want to try to extricate yourself from the situation versus i should embrace this and experience it how, how do you get that does that make sense the question how do you get yeah. that balance like how do you know if it's um uh oh and by the way uh, there we'll 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 give Terry's um, someone's asking what your last name is Terry Johnson and we'll give the website at the end again okay they want to know okay. how to find you um, <laughs> you can find me and we'll also post it again online um, so you know how like you were saying about when when you realized you were drinking too much and you had an alcoholic you know, you become, in essence, an alcoholic. And, right. you know, obviously that's not something you can say, oh, hey, great, you know, I'm going to embrace this. It's something you have to try to extricate yourself from. And even right. while at the same time embracing what you learned from it, how do you know where's that balance versus saying, right. hey, I'm an alcoholic, great, you know, party. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think, so I can only speak from my experience. Um, it wasn't great anymore. And I had gotten to that point. And I feel like that's when you know the difference when what you're doing isn't feeling good anymore and it's not working for you and, and your relationships are suffering. And I couldn't go to a meeting at by noon I needed a drink and I was shaking in a corporate meeting. You know, when, wow. when you get to that point, you you are looking at yourself saying who are you this something's wrong like this isn't working for me anymore and so i feel like you know not unless we acknowledge it personally cuz like i could tell you that people had acknowledged that i might have an issue but until i was ready to acknowledge it and and, and address it yeah. it didn't matter what they said to me it's kind of like the person who is overweight and their spouse might, you know, like totally ride their butt and be like, you know, really you don't need that dessert. You really think you need that? Or they might try to be really loving and kind but make a remark periodically. But until that person accepts the fact, like, you know, I'm probably killing myself with food or I might die of a heart attack or I might not be around for my kids. If I keep living this lifestyle, I need to make some changes. That's when when you do but then what happens is we're refined as we go through that process so we decide we make the decision we say okay this isn't fun anymore mm -hmm. and something's got to give and I'm the only one that can make the change right nobody can make it for us and so now I gotta make that decision and commit to it if I want to change because if we want to see results we gotta keep can't keep doing what we're doing because we'll keep getting what we're getting right so we make those changes, 
But then through that process, we're like, holy crap, I am becoming a new person. Like I mm -hmm. am, I'm seeing these things that are driving me to that. And we're willing to go then to the places that we need to go to to overcome, even though it's hard. I mean, refining is hard. It's like, ouch, you know? <laughs> so, but it's so awesome once you go through it. Like I embrace all bad situations because now I look for the good. In it. And I'm like, okay, how did this make me better? So we have a choice. Is it going to make me better or is it going to make me bitter? You know, we can say, Ooh, I, I like be better. that. Yeah. I took that from somebody else. I don't know who, but. Yeah, I mean, I've heard that before, but it's good. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. So, you know, how, how are we going to let our experience, you know, define us or refine us or whatever? And so, like I said, I, I choose to look for the good. So Sometimes when, I need friends to point it out to me, though. <laughs> well, I mean, nobody's perfect. Come on, you're human. Um, yeah, but I do need, and I think that's the importance of accountability and having trusted people in your life that you can say, hey, listen, this sucks. Help me see what's good in this. You know, we all need people like that in our lives. So. Well, there, there was a comment also in the chat room of, without the alcoholism example, the surrender is the acceptance that it's a problem and built into most recovery programs. So that's interesting. The surrender. It is. is. Okay. But mm -hmm. I mean, it, it, the word, I just, I know I have a lot of a negative emotional attachment to surrender, the word surrender, because to me, it's like, no, fight, fight, fight. So, you know, mm -hmm. go for it. And, and that's, I know that about myself, but I never really thought about it until looking through your book. It never occurred to me how negative I was. Like, I'm like, why would I read a chapter called surrender? Right. I mean, you See, know, the thing is that it's, <laughs> no, the no offense it is, to you, Terry. It's just like that was oh, my no. reaction. Right. But in, but in surrender, we're empowered. I really believe like, because when I can take a step back and say, all right, done. Mm -hmm. Now I am like, I have possibilities because I'm not holding on to that so tightly. Anymore. Yeah. You're, you've got, so you're like, saying the open hand. Yeah. Yeah. I'm done. I'm surrendered. But guess what? Now I can go here, and a lot of people need to surrender people. A lot of people are in really unhealthy relationships. It could be personally and professionally. They're working with somebody who is maybe not so great to work with. They surrender that and be like, done. Okay, now I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to set my boundaries. Mm -hmm. And you know what? That doesn't work for me anymore. Now I'm empowered to make other decisions, you know? So it's really an empowerment as opposed to, I'm surrendering the red, white flag, and woe is me. Let me go and just take me captive. You know, that's not what it's about. So it's kind of yeah. different. Yeah. It's really interesting. Uh, you know, and I also think it's interesting, Nicole, that that word triggers you so much because I think that says something about you. Whereas, like, you know, because I was just, when you were saying that, I was thinking, I was thinking, like, words that, like, a word that triggers me that I have a real problem with is when people are like, just relax. And I mm -hmm. hate the word relax. Like, it drives me crazy. It makes me feel anxious. Really? And, you know, interesting. Yeah. I didn't I know that. Yeah, it makes me really anxious when people are like, you know what, you just need to relax. Like, it just drives me nuts. But it says something about me because that's that's an area that I have problems with, obviously. And so, you know, so it, it so I think that's an interesting thing that surrender is a word that, you know, you struggle with a little bit because yeah. that says something. It is, yeah, I never well, really I thought about it. Women. Mm -hmm. But as business women, we don't want to surrender. We want to do it. We're drivers, you know, and that's what propels us and moves us forward. So 
I think I think if we look at it as more of surrender is more of a just saying, all right, I'm going to look at possibilities. I'm going to look at other options. I'm going to embrace some new ideas. Right. I'm going to see what else is out there as opposed to like I have to give up. You know, that type of thing. Right. We lost Laura. What are you doing, Laura? Sorry, my dog was eating some feathers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Laura's got, see, Laura has the perfect dog for someone who doesn't want to relax. Would you like to share what kind of dog you have, Laura? I have a Beesla, a crazy, crazy Beesla who um, they run around constantly. They're hyper little things. And so when I was doing my video earlier, I had a boa on and these feathers came loose. And so. <laughs> All of a sudden, I see him, and he's, like, throwing the feathers up in the air, and I'm <laughs> picturing him choking on feathers and be giving high leg maneuver, and so, yeah, I had to, I had to exit my child. <laughs> you never know what'll happen on this show. <laughs> <laughs> well, we only have a couple oh. minutes left. I mean, obviously, we could talk for hours, but what I want to, I do want to take a minute now to um, give you a chance, Terry, to also spend a few minutes talking about the conference you have coming up and give your website address again so people can find you. Okay, so um, keepingitpersonal.com is, is my website. Um, and the conference coming up is May 9th and 10th. And um, it's, 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 it's a women's conference. It is faith-based. And um, we are we focus on the six areas of personal perspective. So it's kind of an all a cart type of experience, which is really awesome, because we just invite women to come as you are and take your next steps with purpose. That's really the foundation of it. And so when you come, you are going to have the opportunity to to attend seven breakout sessions, and you really can choose what flavor you want. So it's we have speakers: emotional, spiritual, health and wellness, financial relationships and professional and Nicole actually is one of our breakout session um, speakers so I'm super excited about that and um, she's going to be talking in the financial track so if there's somebody that comes and they're like wow I want to that resonates with me and they want to go to one financial track and one emotional and two on relationships whatever you can kind of just mix and match and that's kind of the beauty of it but my, my goal here's my ultimate goal is that every woman who comes that they're socks would be blessed off. Like they would have such a great experience and they would make so many awesome and amazing connections like that they'll remember and that's the experience people had last year. And so I'm just, I'm really excited to be doing it again. Um, Nicole, what's your promo code? Because people can save $25 profit. on it. Um, it's profit. Profit. Because you know, okay. I'm the numbers whisperer. It's profit. <laughs> yeah. So if you decide it's something you want to do, you can save $25 on your ticket. Um, if you enter the promo code PROFIT, all lowercase letters. Um, yeah, so that's May 9th and 10th. And that, that website is refineconference.com, is that correct? It's Yep, it's the refine, R-E-F-I-N-E, conference.com. Yep. Oh, and, and someone just posted your um, website. Thank you, Tori. <clears throat> She's our like go-to person for stuff like that. Tori just posted Tori's your website. Tori's stage manager. Yeah, really. She's <laughs> Um, she posts at keepingitpersonal.com. Yeah, so that's where you can find me. And and on my website, it's um, I have I wrote this. I'm all about. Okay, so here's another one thing I'm all about is 
I really want to empower women to get to the point where they can boldly declare, like look at themselves in the mirror and say, I love you and I like you. Mm -hmm. Because I believe like if we have an awesome relationship with ourselves, we can love others well. And, um, and I think that we can really be a blessing and a light. So I wrote um, a series, it's 40 Days of Affirmations. And, um, and that's... Yeah, it's great for Lent, and you can just sign up. That's free, you know, on my website. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you're a little bit behind. Didn't, wasn't Ash Wednesday last week? Or You I can don't catch know. up. You yeah, can, catch up. You can cram over the weekend, people. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <What>? So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and Tori also, yeah, sorry. I, we got distracted by um by that. I one other thing really quick cuz I think this is so cool and I only have 2 minutes left. But Terry just got back from Guatemala. And just like 1 minute talk about what you were doing there. I think this is so cool and to me this embodies that you live your full belief system and I'd love for you to share that. Um I had an opportunity to serve on a missions trip with my 8th grade son. There was 31 of us that went, and we spent one week in an orphanage in Guatemala. And I'll tell you what, it was humbling. It was challenging. It was um, joy-filled to see the 80 kids that were at this orphanage to have joy in their hearts and smiles on their faces when they have nothing. And it just really makes you reevaluate any, I mean, I can't complain about anything. <laughs> you know, I'm like, it was so amazing and awesome, and I would go back in a heartbeat, and I just feel so blessed that I had that opportunity to go with my son because I just saw a different side of him, too, and I feel like it was life-changing for both of us. So it was really, really awesome. That's I would cool. encourage anybody to go on a trip like that if they have the opportunity. Well, and so. people, just a reminder, if people want to go back to our episode where we interviewed Adam Shepard, One Year Lived. Yeah. It's all about him spending a year traveling the world and he spent a couple months doing volunteer work as part of that and he's got some great exactly. stories so go back and watch that episode I don't remember what it what number it is but it's Adam Shepard one year lived and it he talks about something similar it's very very moving um, so unfortunately we're out of time I know we could uh, we could be here all night so again <laughs> you can find Terry at um, Ah, I just lost your website here. Um, it's okay. It, it's keepingitpersonal.com. And yeah. you can also, ah, it's my, sorry, my my phone, because I'm the one who has to track this, is also acting strange. But, hey, um, Terry Johnson, Keeping It Personal, also refineconference.com. We thank you so much. Oh, and you can get her book. You can get it on Amazon, right? Yeah, anywhere online or um, through my website I'll sign I'll send us a signed copy there's an ebook too so overcoming the nevers is her book and if you're interested in going to the conference use the profit code discount code profit and I think that's it anything else from your end Laura no this is great Terry thank you so much I think you yeah. probably just you I think you've helped a lot of people just in this half hour mm -hmm. or so and I hope they follow up with you so thanks for being here Thanks for having me. I really enjoyed our conversation. So, and just thanks again. And until next week, remember, we are your cure for business kryptonite. Woo. Bye, everyone. Bye.